Home plate umpire calling the balls and strikes will be Bruce Froman. Batting umpire in at first base, Jerry Dale. The umpire at second, Ed Sudol. The umpire at third, Ed Barco. The left field umpire, Chris Palacutis. And the right field umpire, Bob Engel. Color guard has been marched into the center field gate. And moving up to an area beyond second base in shallow center field on a beautiful day for baseball. If you're around the area and you haven't made up your plans for this afternoon, there are seats available here at Chase Stadium. The final game of the regular season. The championship playoff between the Cincinnati Reds and the New York Mets down to the fifth game. Each side has won two. And it's in the hands of Tom Seaver and Jack Cullingham. Open won their ball game yesterday, so they lead Baltimore two games to one in their best three out of five championship series. Now from Shea Stadium, played by the 590th Air Force Band, our national anthem. Tom 
Seaver on the mound, getting set to take his warm-up pitches. Right now, Jerry Grody... Getting set to take the throwing out of the opening pitch. Brody takes the pitch, thrown out from the press box. We don't have the information as to who was the person that threw out that first pitch from the press box. Now it is out. First balls will be thrown out by three fans throughout the stadium. We hope they will be the only thing thrown out of the field today. Reference to the incident that took place in the Mets 9-2 win when Pete Rose and Bud Harrelson got into the breakers out at second base and all the ball players got out of the field with several squaring off and then when Rose went out to his left field position he was pelted with all kinds of objects but Tom has prevailed since then and we're all set to go here with order well in hand Pete Rose batting from the left-hand side as Tom Seaver gets set to complete his warm-up pitches. Rose standing about 30 feet away from the home plate area. Breeze is going in from center field on a white day here at Stage Stadium. Right at the moment, the playing area is completely... In the sunshine, shadows behind home plate later on will move out toward the pitching mound area. Now Grody's throw on down to second base, and we're all set to go. This game of the championship series, and here for the play-by-play, Bob Murphy. All right, Ralph, thank you very much. Hi, everybody. Pete Rose will lead off against Tom Seaver for the National League Championship. Today's fifth and deciding ball game. Pete Rose, the leading hitter of the series, six hits in 17 times at bat and two home runs, including the game-winning home run yesterday. Fever into his wind at the pitch. Strike ball and at the letter. It was Fever and Billingham last Saturday at Cincinnati in the first game of the series. Pete Rose hitting left-handed, batting out of a crouch. Here's the pitch. Foul down the left field line, no play. Rusty Staub forced to miss the one game more than any other he would like to have played in his lifetime. Rusty crashed into the fence yesterday and making a spectacular catch of a ball hit by Dan Dreesen. Two strikes count on Pete Rose. Seaver into the windup. Now the pitch. Curve outside. One ball, two strikes. In the infield for New York, John Milner is at first. Felix Dion checking out the sunglasses in second. Buddy Harrelson in short. Wayne Garrett at third. Ground ball hit hard right at Felix Dion. He's up with it. Throws to Miller. One down. Number two, hitter Joe Martin. That is 290 during the regular season. In the outfield for New York today, Ed Crane Bull is in left field. The first time Eddie has played left field since July of the 13th. Don Hahn in center. Leon Jones moves over to play right field. The catcher is Jerry Grody. The hitter is Joe Morgan, one for 16 in the series. 
The pitch by Tom Seaver. Curve up at ease, strike one. Seaver pitching on three days rest. Pitched the complete game, losing 2-1 to one Saturday afternoon when Bench homered in the last of the ninth inning. The winner of today's game will be playing the winner of the Baltimore-Oakland Series in the World Series. Oakland leading two games to one. They will play again this afternoon. In comes the pitch to Morgan in the dirt. One ball and one strike. The number three hitter is the third baseman, Dan Greeson, a left-hand hitter. The Reds are a much stronger attacking club against right-hand pitching. Just now, two balls and a strike to Joe Morgan. During the season, Morgan finished second to Lou Brock of the Cardinals in stolen bases. Brock, White, 70, and Morgan, 67. He set a Cincinnati club record for home runs for a second baseman. He clouded 26. Al Seaver getting his sign from Grody. A 2-1 pitch to Morgan. Swing and a miss. Two balls, two strikes. Baseball Commissioner Bowie Kuhn watching the ball game. Along with Mayor John Lindsay. They are the guests of Don Grant, chairman of the board of the New York Mets. Not a capacity crowd, a very big crowd. The 2-2. Low, ball three, a fastball missing. And the count three and two on Joe Morgan. We are just underway at Jay Stadium. One out and nobody on. That's playing the outfield around to right. Pitching three and two. Foul ball, no play. Into the dirt near home plate, picked up by Jerry Grody. The net pitching staff has held Cincinnati to a 179 team batting average in the championship series. But the Reds have delivered the long ball at the timely moment. They did so yesterday at evening the series. 3-2 delivery. Ball four inside. Morgan is on. Now, here is the man who stole 67 bases in the regular season. It is the first time in the series that he has reached on a walk. It will bring up Dan Greeson. Rookie third baseman Dan Greeson hit over 300. In the series, one hit at eight times at bat. He has been platooned with Dennis Menke. Greeson was hitting for over 400 when he was called up from Indianapolis of the American Association in June. Tom Seaver now will work from the stretch. And he lobs the ball to first. You must keep a very wary eye out for Joe Morgan. Tony Paris batting cleanup is dealing in the on-deck circle. The infield looking for the double play. The runner goes, and it's foul coming back. Morgan stumbled, but it was on his way. The pitch, a fastball, fouled off by Dreesen. The Reds playing, hit and run. Cincinnati won the first game last Saturday, 2-1. to one. Rose tied that game in the eighth inning with a home run. Bench won it in the ninth. The Mets won the next game, 5 to nothing on Matt Lack's two-hitter. They won game three. They lost game four. High and away. One ball, one strike to Dan Dreesen. That's won game three, 9-2 behind Jerry Guzman. They lost in 12 innings yesterday when Rose won the game with a home run. 
There goes Morgan, the pitch. Pass foul, no play, as again they play hit and run. Brody hit hard on the mask by the foul ball. Time taken for Jerry Grody. He took the brunt of that foul tip coming off the bat of Dan Dreesen with Morgan running on a hit and run play. And the count is one ball and two strikes. Bruce Froming, the freedom umpire, calls the trainer Tom McKenna to come out. Now Grody appears to be looking at his throwing hand. Or perhaps looking at the mask. It did appear the ball struck him flush on the mask. The Reds play a very aggressive, hustling brand of baseball. They have speed. They like to use it. Alex Kramas coaches third, and George Zerger is the coach at first base. Fever and Grody talking it over. Now Jerry says, I'm ready. One ball and two strikes on Dan Dreesen. Batted 3-0-1 during the regular season. He's a left-hand hitter. On plays him a couple of steps to left center. Now the stretch by Seaver. Here's the pitch. Morgan runs. Line drive. Base hit to left field by Dan Dreesen. Greenville grabs at the throw to third. It'll be close. Safe. Garrett wants to argue it. He's having trouble getting out from under. Joe Morgan has slid into the bag. And the Reds have runners on first and third. They played hit and run. And Dreesen drilled a single to left field. So the walk to Joe Morgan on three and two now has Fever in a deep jam. The Reds post runners at first and third with one out. The hitter is Tony Perez, the cleanup batter. Perez has been held hitless his first 16 times at bat. But in the seventh inning yesterday, he homered off George Stone to tie the game one to one. Now the Mets will play the infield at second and short, looking for a double play that could bail them out of the inning. Fever up in pitching position. Delivers to Perez. Fastball low. Brody plus the throw to third. The on-deck batter is Johnny Bent. Ray Sebecki will start warming up in the bullpen. Now the pitch on the way in the dirt. Blocked by Grody, but on his way is Friesen. And he goes into second base. And the Mets lose the double play situation. Wild pitch by Tom Seaver. Ball was in the dirt out in front of the plate, blocked by Grody, but it enables Dreesen to move over. That's lose their chance to get two on the ground ball. Runners on second and third, one man away. And Seaver behind on Paris, two balls with no strike. And the pitch on the way. Wide, ball free. And if he walks Tony Perez, Vince will come up with a bases loaded. Three balls, no strike. And the pitch. Swing and a foul coming back upstairs. Tony Perez went after the 3-0 fastball. He fouled it off. Morgan is on third, and Greeson is on second with one out. Now Seaver looking into Grody. Decks his runner. The 3-1 delivery. Swing and a miss. Three and two. 
Weaver going with his fastball. Now it's three balls and two strikes. Morgan leading off down the line from third. Greason leads off second. Pitching three and two. High pop foul, no play. Back into the crowd. And the count remains three and two. New York Madison, they'll be more than happy to give you a super banana split at a regular banana split price. A 20-cent saving from Bob and Karen Reed at the DQ Dairy Queen, Route 38 Johnstown. Remember, Dairy Queen is the number one for happiness for all ages. The weather may not be what you want it to be, but this is the right time, and Shepard is the right place for you to pick out the new Pontiac you'll be driving in 74. At Shepard Pontiac, you'll find many models to choose from, such as the Grand Prix, Granville, Catalina, Le Mans, and many more. You'll find a Pontiac that will fit the needs of you and your family. Shepard Pontiac on the Hales Mills Road in Gloversville. The dealer on the hill, but always on the level. Jack Billingham from Winter Park, Florida. Makes his home now in Cincinnati, pitching today for the Reds. Blossomed into stardom in the World Series last year. Had it not been for the home-running, hitting prowess of Gene Tennis, Billingham probably would have been the most valuable player in the series. This year, Billingham, 19 and 10 on the year, led the league in shutouts with seven. Saturday against Fever, he went out of the game for a hitter in the eighth inning. He gave up one run, only three hits. Now Wayne Garrett will lead off. Wayne only won for 18 in this championship series. Billingham winding the pitch. Ground ball to second base. Joe Morgan with a big hop grabs it. And he throws it on to Tony Perez, one down. Let's need to remain at bat a little longer than normal here in the last of the first inning to give Fever a chance to recover. Felix Mead, four hits in 15 times at bat. It all boils down to this. This is it. The game that decides the National League Championship. This to Felix Mead is low outside. One ball and no strikes. Billingham throws a lot of breaking pitches. Excellent command of all of his pitches. This fastball will tail off. He induces the hitters to hit the ball on the ground a great deal. Ground ball hit toward the middle of the man of the base hit for center field. Beyond singles to center. Beyond Jones batting third this afternoon comes up. Beyond three hits and 15 hands at bat in the series. Right-hander delivers. Fastball wide, one ball and no strikes. Billy 
Cunningham allowed only three hits to New York last Saturday. He pitched eight innings. He left the game for a pinch hitter trailing one to nothing. Pinch hitter was Hal King who struck out. And the pitch. And a strike called to the knees, one ball and one strike. After King struck out, the next hitter, Pete Rose, hit a home run to tie the game one to one. Thus it became a no decision game for Jack Billingham. Morbon was the winner in relief. Curve way outside, two balls and a strike. Neither manager can hold anything back. Yogi Berra has already indicated he'll go with Ray Sadecki. He'll have John Matlack, everybody, in order to try and win this one. The same is true of Cincinnati. Low outside, ball three, three and one. Billingham doesn't walk people. Very rarely. Mike Seaver, if he has a wild streak, it's a very unusual thing. They both know their trade. The infield straight away, looking for two, the pitch. And a drive to right center. Eight hit by Deion Jones. Deion around second. He'll hold there. Geronimo whips the ball in. Geronimo with that great arm in center field. Milner coming up with two men on. on a hard single up to right center field. A picture line drive. Milner, two hits and 14 times at bat in the series. Had a tough time of it in the month of September. Cincinnati threatened in the first, left the bases loaded. Now the Nets are threatening. Runners on first and second, one out. John Milner faces Jack Billingham, and Billingham steps off. Eddie Yost yells, Ball. The plate umpire Bruce Rumming says no. Clay Carroll getting up at the Cincinnati bullpen. Carroll has been very strong in the series. Now the stretch by Billingham and the pitch in the dirt. By Johnny Bench. One ball, no strike. The outfield swings around to right against Milner. The 1 0 delivery. Fastball wide. Ball two, two balls, no strike. Dion is on second and Jones on first with one away. Two balls and no strikes to John Milner, yet Crane Poole is the on-deck batter. Pitching to an 0. Ball three, inside. Billingham did something he does not like to do. He came inside trying to surprise Milner, but he missed inside with a fastball. Milner is stepping out now, looking around to see if he has the green light. Tony Perez went for 3-0 against Fever. The pitch. Swung on and foul, coming straight back. Milner trying to hit the ball out on 3-0. and Now the count is 3-1. and Barely got a piece of it, a foul ball on the ground, coming straight back. Call Jack Billingham. In the set position, delivers. Outside, ball for base is Crane holds the hitter. 
have started the ball again. This is September the 15th. Second game of a doubleheader. Has not played left field since July the 13th. Greenfield. Into the lineup due to the injury to Rusty Scott. And the stage has been set for him. During the season, Eddie hit 239. So each team has loaded the bases in the first inning. Each team has a base to one man out. The wind up by Billingham, the fifth. Line drive, base at the left field. Left on. 
At the end of one inning, the next two, the rest coming. Tanner Lumber and Supply in Bought Alban has the largest selection of unfinished furniture in the area. You can choose from hard or soft wood by such famous manufacturers as Mastercraft, Sargent, and Postley. This furniture is all assembled, ready for you to stain, paint, or antique. And of course, Tanner Lumber has all the materials for you to do the job with. They also have building supplies, tools, and a complete hardware line. Stop in soon at Tanner Lumber, North 2nd Avenue in Broad Alban. Make a richly rewarding investment in your motoring pleasure and get a new 1974 Dodge from Howland Pearson Incorporated, Dodge City. They have something to please everyone, whether your taste is stylish, sporty, large or small. Their selection includes the Challenger, Charger, Dart, Polera, and Monaco. And when you buy from Howland Pearson Dodge City, you can be sure of great service after the sale. That's Howland Pearson Incorporated, 224 West Main Street, Johnstown. We interrupt New York Mets baseball for this special bulletin from our newsroom. Vice President Spiro Agnew's secretary has just made the announcement that Agnew has resigned. Repeating that bulletin, Vice President Agnew's secretary has just announced that Vice President Agnew has resigned as vice president. Further details as they become available, we now rejoin New York Mets baseball. And no strike. Geronimo, 1-4-11 in this championship series. Slender, left-hand hitter, line drive type hitter. They play him straight away. Foul ball, back toward the press box. One ball, one strike. Wayne Garrett shortens up at third. Geronimo with excellent speed. So you must guard against the possibility of a bunt. The 1-1 pitch by Tom Seaver. A curve, a strike on the inside corner. One ball, two strikes. Seaver pitched out of a deep hole in the first inning. To do so, he had to fan Tony Perez and retire Ken Griffey with the bases loaded. Fouled behind third, far back up into the crowd. One ball, two strikes. New York leading two to nothing, top of the second. Nobody out, nobody on. Daryl Cheney will be up next. Now the fifth. Ground ball to second, right at Felix Beyond. He snags it. Throws to Milner, one down. One out and nobody on. Cheney will be coming up. Daryl Cheney is stepping in. The wind-up and the pitch by Tom Seaver. Fastball inside. In comes the pitch. Swing at a miss and a knee-high fastball. One ball and one strike. Daryl Cheney faced Seaver twice last Saturday and was struck out both times. One-one delivery, curve foul, back toward the crowd, no play. One out, nobody on. Now Seaver getting his information from Grody. In comes the pitch, too high. That evens the count at two and two. Center fielder Diane Hahn playing shallow and over to left center against Cheney, batting left-handed. 
Pitching two and two. Fastball outside, ball three, three and two. Late in the season, Yogi Berra, as the Mets came driving down the stretch, moved things up with his pitching rotation. Swing and a miss, he got it. Fastball. Tom Seaver, who much prefers to work on four days rest because he's a power pitcher that takes a lot out of his body. Working on three days rest has won two and lost four. It was certainly far more effective on the full four days rest. Two outs and nobody on. Jack Billingham is the batter. And a ground ball hit toward the hole. Running a Fortis beyond. He's up with it. Milner covers in time. Five retires. The ball was hit through the hole, but it was rolling slowly, and Mian ran it down in right field. Milner got back to the bag to cover. And the Reds are out, one, two, three in the second. In the middle of the second, New York 2, Cincinnati nothing. Now... Danny Donuts on Market Street in Amsterdam is rooting for the Mets. If you want fresh-tasting donuts, fresh eggs or milk, stop at Danny Donuts. Fred Davidson has joined Danny Donuts as their new manager, and you're invited to stop in and try any of his famous Danny Donuts today. Danny Donuts are available in your favorite flavors. So stop in today at Fred Davidson's Danny Donuts Market Street in Amsterdam. Don't forget, Danny Donuts has coffee and cold cuts, too. The busy corner in Mayfield is the home of customized all-aluminum truck casts that will add beauty and durability to your pickup. They also carry a complete line of snowblowers, mothberry racing and touring bikes. These bikes come in three, five, or ten-speed models and are ready to go at the busy corner of 30 in Mayfield. The busy corner is a full-service station, too, and open Monday through Friday till 8 p.m., Saturday till 5, and Sunday till 3. Repeating our earlier bulletin, a White House official announced today that Vice President Spiro Wagnew has resigned. We'll have more as it becomes available. Buddy Harrelson leads off the last of the second inning. Cardinals star Joe Torrey and his wife Danny here watching the ball game today. Joe makes his home, of course, in the New York area during the offseason. Buddy Harrelson up against Billingham. Ground ball hit towards the hole. Morgan catches up with the ball. Throws to Tony Perez. One down. Tom Fever will be coming up. When Fever opposed Billingham Saturday in the first game of the series, he doubled home Buddy Harrelson in the second with the only run the Mets scored that day. Now the windup and the pitch. Fastball outside, one ball and no strike. Ed Crane Poole single two runs home in the first inning. And a strike on the outside corner, one ball and one strike. Seaver's double was a long drive hit to left center field in Cincinnati on Saturday. Harrelson, who had walked, came all the way around. Now the 1-1 pitch by Billingham. Seaver tried to punt. It was a curveball beyond his reach. One ball and two strikes. Leadoff batter Wayne Garrett waiting on deck. And a grounder foul. Seaver ripped that, a hanging curveball that pulled his foul. Missed the bag at third by probably a couple of yards. Count remains, one ball and two strikes. 
A beautiful day in New York, a high, endless, brilliant blue sky. Bright sunshine, a perfect day. The one-two pitch. Breaking ball outside, two balls and two strikes. The Mets scored two runs on three hits and a walk in the opening inning. Beyond started the rally with a single to center. Ground ball hit the second base. Joe Morgan keeping busy. Throws on to Tony Perez for the second out. Morgan now has thrown out four hitters. Two outs, nobody on. Wayne Garrett lingering around the on-deck circle, waiting now for Tom Seaver to get back to the dugout. Wayne 0 for 1 was thrown out by Morgan in the first inning. Beyond and Jones had base hits in the first inning. Milner drew a walk. The base was loaded. Crane Poole, single to left, driving two runs in. Gentle breeze blowing from left toward right field. Garrett's bat has been cold in this championship series. Wayne has one hit in 19 times at bat. On the outside corner, a tall strike. However, you can say that of almost every hitter, with three exceptions, which simply means the pitchers have been that good. Inside and low, one ball and one strike. There's an old saying that in the short series, good pitching will stop good hitting. It has been true in every game but one. And a ground ball hits slowly off the mound of Spillingham. He has an easy play. Throws to first, and the side retires. So let's go out easily in the second. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. And at the end of two, the New York Mets two, the Cincinnati Reds nothing. Third inning at Shea Stadium. To pick up the action for you, Ralph Kaner. Thank you, Bob Murphy, and hi, everyone. And Tom Seaver to Pete Rose with his first pitch at the ball strike. Reds had the bases loaded in the first inning, but Seaver struck out. Let's say they had two men on the first inning when Seaver struck out Tony Perez. They walked the bases, both when they walked bench, he got Ken Griffey to fly out the center. There's a fly ball headed to left field in foul territory, and it's curving away from Greenpool out of play into the stands. Rose has had six hits and 18 times up in the series. He's batting 333. For the season, he batted 338. He led the National League. He had 230 base hits. He has been the hitting star for the Reds in this championship series. Two big home runs. One side up, a ball game with Seaver. Bench one is in the ninth. That was one yesterday's ball game with a home run in the 12th inning. The two strike pitch to the left hand batter, and it's hit right back to Seaver. He knocks it down, he has a play. One away, and the batter coming up is Joe Morgan. Morgan got him for the second time in the single to left field and put Morgan at third base. Reason went down to second on a wild pitch, but then Perez was struck out, bench walked, and Griffey slide out to center. That all took place in the first. In the second, after the Mets had taken the lead 2-0 on Greenpool's two-run RBI single to left, there's one hit down the right field line. It's going to be a fair ball. Ball fielded by Jones. Morgan on his way to second. Jones drops the ball. Now Morgan on his way to third. The long throw across the diamond, and it is not in time, and Morgan is at third base. It is a single, or possibly a double. Yes, a double and an error against Leon Jones playing right field. 
So again, the Reds have a runner at third base. One man out, and the batter coming up is Dan Dreesen, who singled the left in the first inning. Time is called as Tom Seaver talks over the situation with his shortstop and second baseman as to where they should be playing. That's leading two to nothing. First baseman and third baseman, John Milner and Wayne Garrett, are already in, even at the bag, and the shortstop and second baseman playing back. Reese in the left-hand batter. At a 3-0-1 in the season, he has had two hits nine times up in this series. Working from the set position, the first pitch by Seaver, a fastball is inside a ball. Seaver again from the set position, holding the runner tight at third. And the 1-0 pitch, it is grounded foul. Breaking ball, grounded down in the dirt, it's one ball and one strike. Outfield about straight away. The shadows have now to home plate. Rest of the field is in bright sunshine. And Seaver has the sign, goes to the set position. His 1 1 delivery. It is hit the left. It will score a run. Crane pull over to catch the ball. He's under it. And he makes the catch. And Morgan scores without a play. So the Reds get their first run. It's now a 2 to 1 ball game in favor of the Mets. Run batted in for Dreesen, and the batter coming up is Tony Perez, who was struck out on a 3-2 fastball in the first inning. Perez, one for 19 in the series, batted 3-14 for the year. The first pitch by Seaver, a fastball in off the plate is ball one. Moving Perez away from the plate. Seaver into the windup, the 1-0 pitch. Matt Baller calls strike at the knees over the outside part of the plate. It's 1-1. One one. Out down into the windup and the 1-1 delivery. Matt Ball hits the short. Bad hop, but handles, wobbles, picked up, and thrown the first in time. Bud Harrelson wobbled the ball, picked it up, and got Tony Perez at first base by a fairly good margin. In the inning, one run unearthed. On one hit, one error, and no one left. And the score at the end of two and a half innings, the Mets two, the Reds one. Don't grade in that banged up funky that you have just because it's a few dents and scratches. Let the experts at Bob's Body Shop, extension of South 2nd Avenue Broad Open, fix those bumps and bruises for you. They've got 12 years experience backing them, and they know what they're doing. They'll even give you free appraisal of the work done. So if your car needs a facelift, put it in the qualified hands of Bob's Body Shop Broad Open or call 883-5490 anytime. While you're shopping in downtown Gloversville, take a break and stop in at B&B Luncheonette. Conveniently located on North Main Street. Enjoy a delicious sandwich, refreshing beverage, and great service. When you're done eating, you'll be ready for the great sales in downtown Gloversville. That's B&D Luncheonette on North Main Street in Gloversville. More on our earlier bulletin in U.S. District Court in Baltimore, Vice President Agnew pleaded no contest to a charge of evading income taxes in 1967 and resigned as Vice President. 
U.S. District Judge Walter E. Hoffman, calling it a tragic event in history, placed Agnew on probation for three years and fined him $10,000. Agnew's lawyers said he had agreed to plead no contest in order to spare the nation the agony of a trial that could have gone on for years. Once again, in the U.S. District Court in Baltimore, Vice President Agnew pleaded no contest to a charge of evading income taxes in 1967 and resigned as Vice President. More as it becomes available, we now rejoin the New York Mets. The bat three hits, the Reds have had two. The pitch back to me on a curve. It's inside one and one. In the first game of this series, Gillingham was shaking the first couple innings and settled down to retire 16 batters in a row. The 1-1 pitch. Fastball hit down to third. Fielded by Dreeson. A good play there. The throw to first in time for the out. One away and the batter coming up, Leon Jones. Leon singles to right center field in the first inning off a 3-1 fastball. Leon now has had four hits and 16 times up. He's batting 250 in the championship series. He batted 260 in the season. Bellingham into the windup. The first pitch to Jones, a curveball over a called strike. In the first inning, Billingham was having trouble getting this curveball over. Now the right-hander back, and the curve is hit hard foul down the third base side. It's a strike two count. Jones, in the last ten games of the regular season, had six home runs and 14 runs batted in. Two-strike count. Billingham back to the plate. A curveball swung on a miss, and Jones is struck out. Billingham now with command of his curveball, and he has retired seven in a row. And that brings up John Milner, who walked in the 3-1 pitch his first time up. Milner has had two hits and 14 times up in this championship series, and there is a high pop-up out to shallow left center field. Under the ball, the shortstop, Darrell Chaney, he makes the catch, and that's another 1-2-3 inning for Jack Gillingham. And the score at the end of three, the Mets two, the Cincinnati Reds one. Drop thing. The Singer's Tailathon is on now. Stop it at the Singer's Sewing Center, 36 North Main Street in Gloversville, and save a bundle. Right now, you can save $90 off the regular price of a luxury touch and sew sewing machine with Captain. This machine gives you professional results and has 14 built-in stitches, including speed basting. And for the economy-minded, see the Singer Model 177 for only $66. Get in on the Sailathon at Singer's, 36 North Main Street in Gloversville. Whether you're looking for a car that's stylish, sporty, large, or small, you can make a richly rewarding investment in your motoring pleasure by getting a 1974 Dodge from Howland Pearson Incorporated, 224 West Main Street in Johnstown. And at Howland Pearson, you can be sure of the great service after the sale of your new car. That's Howland Pearson Incorporated, 224 West Main Street in Johnstown. Going to the top of the fourth inning. The Mets leading two to one. And Tom Seaver getting set to go, and he'll be working against Johnny Bench as his first batter. We pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. WRZR, 
AM and FM, Johnstown. Ralph Geiner, along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson from Day Stadium. Johnny Bent, the first batter for the Reds. He was walked intentionally in the first inning. He has had five hits and 16 times up in the championship series. And Seaver into the windup. His first delivery. Curveball over a call strike. Seaver has struck out two. He has walked two. One intentional. One strike bit. Fastball, check swing, bouncing ball out to second base, fielded by Neon by the edge of the infield draft to throw the first base for the out. One away, and the batter coming up is Ken Griffey. Slide out to center field with the bases loaded his first time up in the first inning. He is 0 for 4 in the championship series. He has batted at a 384 clip in 86 games with the Reds since his Recall from Indianapolis, where he was the most valuable player in the American Association. First pitch occurs, long on the miss, strike one. He got nine hits in his first 20 times up in the major league. Shadow now has moved out to an area about 20 feet in front of home plate. Picks back a curve, line to right, it'll be a base hit, maybe more. Jones over, fields the ball. Griffey flying for second. The long throw by Jones is not in time, and Griffey has a double. So the rest have the time run at second base with one man out of the batter coming up is Cesar Geronimo. Geronimo grounded out to second his first time up. Reds now have had three bases, two doubles, and a single. And Jerry Grody out to talk with Seaver on the pitching mound. Also in there to say something to his roommate, Bud Harrelson. Now Bud going back to his shortstop position as Grody comes back to set out the sign. Ray Carroll is getting set to warm up in the bullpen for the Cincinnati Reds as they work down to the lower part of the batting order. Geronimo, a left-hand batter, has had one hit in 12 times up in the series. And the first pitch is inside a fastball missing ball one. Larry Stahl is by the bat rack. He might bat for the shortstop. Harold Cheney is on deck. Now the 1-0 pitch, and Geronimo fouls it back into the stand. One ball and one strike. This is it. This is as much pressure as you could have in any ball game at any time in a baseball player's career. One ball, one strike. More so than the World Series. Now the pitch. Breaking ball that's inside. It's two balls and one strike. The winner of this game gets to the World Series. That is the problem. That is the goal. That is what the whole season has been about. Now the pitch back is lined out to left. Coming up is Greenbull. He is there and he makes the catch. Run ball. On a soft line drive, the left field is out. Rippy holds at second base. Two men away, and the batter coming up is Gerald Sandy. On the message board, a special welcome to Mayor John Lindsay, and a special thanks for his role in diverting the planes away from Shea today. Thought it was awfully quiet here, Bob. 
wish he'd come out here every day during the season and do that. Denny was struck out on the 3-2 fastball his first time up. He's 0-9 in the series. And now Yogi Bear out to the mound. They want to talk over whether or not they walk Cheney. If they walk Cheney, there's a possibility they could get Jack Gillingham out of the ball game. As Sparky Anderson has Larry Stahl by the bat rack. But that also might be a decoy. Gillingham is not noted as a good hitting pitcher. He's had six hits in... 94 times up. At one stretch in the season, he was all for 68. I remember, too, Ralph, that Larry Stahl hit a home run earlier this year off Tom Seaver. Now, the decision has been made. And they are going to walk Daryl Cheney. We'll see what... Parky Anderson will do, whether he'll go to a pinch hitter for the pitcher Jack Billingham or whether he'll let Billingham hit. There's the first pitch outside of ball one. Then he batted 181 for the season, but right here, the move might be for to get the pitcher out of the ball game. There's the pitch outside at ball two. And ball three. Blake Carroll has quit throwing in the bullpen for the Cincinnati Reds. He has gone over to put his jacket on. And there's ball four, and Cheney has walked. That puts runners at first and second. That also puts the go-ahead run at first base. Two men away, and Billingham is going to hit. So, Sparky Anderson using the decoy by having Larry Stahl at the bat rack. Now, Billingham, the batter, he grounded out to second, his first time up. And the pitch. That ball hit out to Fion right at the edge of the outfield grass. He picked it up on the short hop and throws the first base for the out. That ball, a tough chance to handle by Fion. He made the play and the side retired. No runs, one hit, no errors, and two men left in the score at the end of three and a half innings. The next two, the red one. Make a richly rewarding investment in your motoring pleasure. For Holland Christian Incorporated, Don City. King Johnstone, of course, at 224 West Main Street, where they have service after the sale. And they've also got something to please everyone in their automotive taste, whether it's stylish, sporty, a compact car, or a large Dodge. Model. Challenger, Charger, Dodge, Valera, Dodge Colt, or Monaco. And when you buy from Howland Pearson, you have their expertise service department at your service. Holland Pearson Incorporated, 224 West Main Street in Johnstown. When you eat at home, are you expect fun on us? And I think that uh, you should get the same thing at McDonald's. Al Stanton, McDonald's Field Consultant. We've got checklists galore that we use in order to make sure that the store maintains cleanliness at all periods of time. You and your family deserve a break at McDonald's. And things like cleanliness are what that break is all about. It's got to be just immaculate, even if it means washing it ten times. Ed Greenpool getting the hand. He drove in two runs with the bases loaded in the first inning his first time up. Ed playing in his first ball game since September 15th, replacing Rusty Stout. And the first pitch by Billingham, a curveball low with ball one. Mets have two runs on three hits. The Reds have one run on three. Greenpool single to left to score Felix Meon and Cleon Jones. 
Now the pitch back by Cunningham, hit on the ground towards second base. It's fielded by Morgan, the throw to first for the out. One away and Jerry Grody coming up. Grody was struck out his first time up on three pitches, two fastballs and a curve. Brody has had three hits and 16 times up in this championship series. The first pitch by Billy Ham, a fastball. It's low at ball one. Pitch back, way outside, also low. Two balls and no strikes. Billingham, six foot five, six tall, right-hander. And a 2-0, the pitch. Grounded slowly out to third. Greeson comes in, bobbles the ball. Brody is safe on the air. There by Dan Greeson, the third baseman, as he could not handle the half opposite charge in. He had a relatively easy play. The Mets have a base runner, and the batter coming up is Don Hawk. Don grounded out to the second baseman his first time up. Four hits and 14 times up in this championship series. Cody at first base. Cunningham working from the set position. A curveball that is swung on a miss and the pitch was outside. On stepping back out of the batter's box, now gets back in. Throwing him to the set position. Here's the pitch. Fastball way outside. It's one ball and one strike. This series will set an all-time record for championship play in total attendance. One ball, one strike. The pitch back, a curve, it bounces in the dirt. It's blocked by Bench, and Grody has to hold his first base. Two balls and one strike. Going into this game, the Reds and Mets have drawn 212,225, and we have about 50,000 here again today. We'll break the old record by about 40,000. It was set when the Reds played the Pirates last year. Two and one, the count to Don Hahn. Cody edging off at first base, possibility of a hit and run play. He does not go, the pitch is fouled into the stand. Two balls, two strikes. That time, Don Hahn fouling off a fastball that was over the outside corner about waist high. Two and two. One man out, the Mets leading two to one. They're batting in the bottom of the fourth inning with Brody on first base. Now Billingham to the set position. Here's the pitch. Fastball, it is grounded foul over towards the first base side. So the gun holds it two and two. The grandstand shadow now is about halfway between home plate and the pitcher's mound. That's about scored the Reds 18 to 7 in this series. But it's all even at 2 and 2. Here's the pitch. On lines it down the right field line, but it's foul. Foul ball down in 
the right field area and the count again at two balls and two strikes. Brody, who is moving down to second base, goes back to first. Baltimore scheduled at Oakland. Oakland leads that series two games to one. On back now to the batter's box is Billingham working very slowly. Takes too much time for Hahn. Now he gets back in. And again the 2-2 pitch. Curveball at pop foul back into the stand. Again a tough pitch to hit as Billingham went over that outside corner. But Hahn spoiled the pitch and the count remains at two balls and two strikes. Billingham had a 3.04 earned run average with a 19 and 10 record. He pitched seven shutouts. That led the National League. And again, he sets up. Here's the pitch. Curveball is fouled back again. This time, the curve, a good pitch to hit a high inside breaking ball. But Hahn fouled it off, and the count remains at two balls and two strikes. Billingham worked 293 innings. That tied with Steve Carlton for the most innings pitch in the National League. There's a curveball swung on a miss, and Hahn has struck out. Third strikeout for Billingham. All three have been on curveballs, and the batter coming up is Bud Harrelson. Harrelson, one for 15 in the series. Bud saw one pitch his first time up and grounded out to second. Mets leading two to one, two men out, bottom of the fourth. Brody the runner at first. And the first pitch to Harrelson. It is swung on and fouled back into the stands. A fastball fouled off, strike one. Bud had a good hitting year for... His personal record hit 258 for the season. Batting left-handed against the right-hander. Now Billingham again ready. And the one-strike pitch. Hit by the third baseman in the left field for a base hit. Brody goes to second base and holds there. Ball fielded by Pedros. The Mets have runners at first and second with two men out. And Tom Seaver coming up. Seaver grounded out his first time up, grounding out to second. He drove in the only runoff Billingham in the first game of the series when he doubled in the left field to score Harrelson from first base. Harrelson had walked. Seaver drove in five in the regular season. He had 15 base hits. Right hand batter in the first pitch by Billingham. Fastball taken over the inside part of the plate, a call strike. Brody on at second, a short lead there. Now he moves up. Here's a pitch back to Seaver. Curveball is blowing outside. And the count, one ball and one strike. And again, Clay Carroll starts to warm up in the bullpen for the Cincinnati Reds. One and one the count. Gillingham's next pitch. Seaver swings and fouls the ball. Grounds his foul. It's one and two.
play here today is deliberate. Each side playing cautious baseball, each side trying to boy out a win. Now again, going to have ready. Here's the pitch. Curveball, a check swing foul ball back into the stand. The count stays at one ball and two strikes. Now the pitch. That ball is outside, just off the plate, two and two. That's the bad more hits off Cunningham so far today than they had in the eight innings he worked against them on Saturday. He had three on Saturday, they have four today. There's a ground ball out to short. Waiting for it is Cheney. Fields the ball, throws over the first base in time for the out. And the side retires. No one, one hit, one error. Two men left. And the score at the end of four. The Mets two, the Cincinnati Reds one. Fifth inning at Shea Stadium, the Mets 2, the Reds 1. Lead-off batter Pete Rose will be up against Tom Seaver. A bulletin on the message board, Mr. Agnew was fined $10,000 based on three-year probation. Income tax evasion charge. He pleaded no contact. Pete Rose, 0 for 2. Twice has grounded out. his overpowering fastball here today. He has struck out only two hitters over the first four innings. Now Seaver over the head. Around comes the arm. Foul behind third. Into the crowd. Strike one. Joe Morgan will hit next and then Dan Greeson, the top three men in the Cincinnati batting order. A looping drive over toward the left field line. It will be a base hit. Pete Rose around first is on his way to second. The ball gets by Greenpool. Rose goes into second. And the tying run is on second base. Nobody out. Rose had no intention of stopping at first. And it will be scored. A two-base hit. No error on the play. In order to score an error, you had to assume that Greenpool could have thrown Rose out. He took an inside-out swing and looped the drive over near the left field line. Now the Reds have the tying run on second. Nobody out. And the batter is Joe Morgan. Morgan has walked and doubled to right field. And the pitch by Seaver, he squared around the bunt, took a fastball, a strike. Tom Seaver has had only one easy inning, and that was the second. Greason behind Morgan in the batting order. Tom Seaver checks the runner at second, kicks the leg, delivers. Fouled on a full swing, it comes straight back. And the count is strike two on Morgan, a very tough man to fan. Morgan, two hits and 17 times at bat of the series. Hit 290 over the regular season. Each team has four hits. Tom Seaver checks the runner at second. The pitch to Joe Morgan. Ground ball hits slowly down to first base. Grabbed by Milner with his bare hand. He touches the base in time. 
Rose goes to third. Beautiful reacting by Milner. The ball took a bad hop. And Milner lunged forward and grabbed it with his bare hand. The tying run is on third. Dan Dreesen has singled to left. He drove in the Cincinnati run with a sacrifice fly in the third inning. Now he is in a position to tie the game up if he delivers another. The Mets are going to bring the infield in. They will try and head off Pete Rose. Tom Seaver will work from the stretch to keep an eye on Rose. And the pitch on the way, inside and low, ball one. One ball, no strikes to Dreesen, the left-hand hitter batting from a crowd. And a swing and a miss. A fastball by Seaver, one ball and one strike. Tony Perez, the on-deck batter, we are in the fifth inning. Beyond and Harrelson about three strides back off the edge of the grass. The 1-1 pitch. Inside and low. Curve ball just missing. Two balls, one strike. Dan Greeson was tearing up the American Association. The rest brought him up in June. The 2-1 delivery. Inside. On the inside corner, a strike is 2-2. Two and two. Breaking ball by Seaver, a hard slider. Now it is two and two. Tom has struck out only two. Not many for him at the stage of a ball game. He is in need of one here. The two-two pitch. Ground ball, bounce to second base. He holds, throws to third, throws to first. Two men away. The infield will drop back. The hitter is Prina batter Tony Perez. He has struck out and bounced out. Now the infield back deep. Seaver catching his breath, standing back away from the mound for a moment. He must contend with Tony Perez, who had 314 during the regular season. Drove in over 100 runs. Long ball, right hand hitter. Wind up by Tom Seaver, the pitch to Paris. Fastball outside. One ball, no strike. Pete Rose is on third. Two men away, top of the fifth inning. That's two and the Reds one. Now Seaver winding. Had a drive hit hard to right center field, a base hit to tie up the ball game. Jones runs it down on a hop. It is an even ball game, two to two, on a single to right center by Tony Paris. It was Paris who hummered to tie up the game yesterday. The Reds two runs on five hits. The batter is Johnny Bench. Bench drew an intentional walk in the first. It worked out for New York. He bounced out in the fourth inning. Call strike on the outside corner. Ray Sadecki will start to loosen up again in the New York Mets bullpen. Now Seaver checks his runner and delivers. And a foul off the end of the bat coming back into the crowd. The Mets two and the Reds two. Here are the warm-ups at open for Baltimore, their best pitcher, Jim Palmer. For the Oakland A's, 20-game winner, Vanda Blue. 
of the battle of 20-game winners, Jim Palmer shut out Oakland in the first game of the series, and he struck out 12. The two-strike pitch. Ground ball hit hard foul down the third baseline, no play. Pete Rose let off with a double slice down the left field line. It was not hit hard. He moved to third as Morgan grounded out to Milner. Remained there as Friesen was thrown out by Miyat. He came off on a solid hit to right center by Tony Perrin. The pitch to Johnny Bench. High pop fly into short left. Buddy Harrelson back pedaling. Arm signal, he's under it, and he has it. One run, two hits, no errors, one left. In the middle of the fifth inning, Cincinnati 2, New York 2. LGS Homes on the Fonda Johnstown Road has a great selection of 1973 mobile homes left in stock. And with each 73 model that's sold, the buyer will receive double S&H green stem and a free dishwasher. But the supply is limited. So hurry to LTS now and get in on this fantastic offer. 10 to 18 year financing is available. VA approved and there's no down payment if you qualify. It's all happening at LTS Homes on the Thunder Johnstown Road. It's a basic fact in business. Trade follows customer satisfaction. That's why Thompson's Texaco on the Johnstown Arterial is such a hub of activity. Pumping gas, cleaning windshields, checking underhoods, and performing all the important services car owners have come in. If you're not already a regular patron at Thompson's Texaco, Johnstown Arterial, give it a try sometime real minor engine work, exhaust systems, and tire changes. And Thompson Sexico is your U-Haul representative in Johnstown. Phone Paul Thompson at 762-1821. Wayne Garrett, Felix Pion, and Cleon Jones will be up against Jack Billingham in the bottom half of the fifth inning. Cincinnati, two runs, five hits, and one error. New York, two runs, four hits, one error. Now the big crowd at Jay starting to roar, let's go Mets. Billingham winding, the pitch to Garrett, wide, ball one. Wayne has only one hit in 20 times at bat of the championship series. He had a very hot bat all through September. Low and outside, two balls, no strikes. A number of We Believe banners scattered around Shea Stadium and became the battle cry of the Mets in September. The duo pitch. Ball three is high. Billingham behind Garrett, three balls with no strikes. Billingham has walked one man, that was John Milner in the first inning. The 3 0 delivery. Bacon for a call strike, it's three and one. Felix Pion on deck, then Cleon Jones. The Mets have had only one hit over the last three innings. The 3 1 pitch. And a drive in the airport, right center field, could be in for a base hit, it is. It's by Geronimo, goes back to the wall. Aaron is on his way to second, he'll round second and hold up with a double. Right fielder Griffey had to go in behind him and play it back in. 
Garrett is on second. Nobody out. A double to deep right center. Felix Beyond said again. Dan Greason goes to the mound from third. And out of the Cincinnati bullpen, the flamethrower, Don Gullett, starts to warm up. He pitched five innings on Sunday, pitched four scoreless innings yesterday. Lee Carroll also getting up. Carroll has five scoreless innings in relief in the series. So Felix Fian is the batter. Garrett on second, nobody out to pitch. He bunts the ball and it is foul, no play. It came back and hit Felix Fian while he was still in the batter's spot. That's trying to build a one-run lead, ready now to have Fian move Garrett over with a bunt. Dion will be trying to make Greason, the third baseman, handle the bunt. Felix choking way up on the bat. Now Billingham in the set position. The pitch. Outside, a throw to second! And he's back. And the second base umpire has Sudol fell down. Sudol, hustling to get back and be in position to call it, took a spill. Then trying to pick off Wayne Garrett. Base runner has to be very careful in this obvious bunt situation. Or he can get himself picked off. One ball, one strike. Billingham getting his side now from bench. Dreesen poised to third. The pitch, bunted. Off the mound comes Billingham to throw to third in time. over 
from the left field wall. Only one run could score. Beyond had to be sure the ball could not be caught. Clarkie Anderson goes to the mound. Don Gullett will come in the ball game. Don Milner will be coming up, and so Don Gullett, a hard-throwing lefty, will come in the game. David body English with his right hand was trying to help the ball over the wall. Turning as he watched it, it hit on the wall, of course. Came back, he tried it home with an easy run. Leon had come up halfway, raced to third. Leon arrived safely in second. Don Gullett, who pitched four brilliant innings in her lead yesterday, is coming in the ballgame. The Mets have a great chance right here. A middle blunder by Dan Dreesen, the third baseman, helping the New York Mets. Garrett opened with a double into right center field. Beyond came up to bunt him over. Bunted the ball. Bellingham came off the mound, fielded the ball, threw to third in time. Greaston, thinking he had a force play, never attempted to make a tag. All hands were safe at first and third. However, Lindsay, I do believe that thinking back over the play... We now have more on the resignation of Vice President Agnew from UPI. Agnew has resigned. Agnew has also pleaded no contest to a 1967 federal tax evasion charge in Baltimore. Agnew got three years probation and a $10,000 fine. The initial break on the resignation came from the White House and reporter Don Folsom. A White House official said Mr. Agnew told the president of his decision Tuesday night. An official announcement was planned for this afternoon. The vice president spent most of the day in his executive office building suite adjacent to the White House. He called in his staff early this afternoon to inform them of his decision. It was a well-kept secret. President Nixon went through a full schedule of activities today without giving any hint of the planned announcement. Don Folsom at the White House. In Baltimore, Agnew's lawyers said that the vice president pleaded no contest in order to spare the nation a trial. Vice President Spiro Agnew has resigned. Here is part of his resignation statement, I quote, my decision to resign and enter a plea of nulla contendere rests on my firm belief that the public interest requires swift disposition of the problems that are facing me. I am advised that a full legal defense of the probable charges against me could consume several years. The bag, but reached out and caught the ball in the style of a first baseman, which he was for most of his career. That's true. Played first base for most of his career until he came to Cincinnati, and then the man who tutored him most was Alex Gramas, and Dennis Menke, because they wanted his bat on the batting order, and he's proven it is a major league bat, but he still is not a veteran third baseman, and in that particular case, whatever the play was, he misplayed it, and that he did not make any attempt at all to make the tag, came off. Don Gullis throwing in his warm-up. The ball hit by Cleon Jones was really tagged. Failed over the head of Pedro's body on his reach and hit well up on the wall. Clay Carroll continues to warm up. Gullis comes in now. Now, the Mets leading 3-2. to two. Have runners on second and third and nobody out. Gullis a flamethrower, an 18-game winner, a young left-hander. Milner is the batter. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball one. The 
Seattle on third and Jones on second. Nobody out. Reds are playing the infield in. Milner has a fast bat. He can get around on the hard-throwing pitcher. Now Jellis starts his wind up the pitch. Foul, straight back, one ball and one strike. Jellis will be going all out, trying to strike out Milner. Just tied the game with a run on the top of this inning. Now the Mets have regained the lead. It is three to two. Eddie Cranehool waiting on deck. Cranehool comes up. We'll wait and see what Yogi does. Now the fifth. Too high. All two, two and one. Yogi indicated in the dugout prior to the game today that he would go with Cranehool, but if the Reds came over the left-hander, he might switch to Willie Mays. Ross Grimsley, a left-hander, warming up along with Clay Carroll. The 2-1 delivery. Swing and a foul jump. And the count is 2-2 two two on John Milner. Two balls and two strikes to Milner. Left-hander against left-hander. And Gullet not trying to possess anyone, reaching back and throwing as hard as he can, and that's very hard. He out on third and Jones on second. Here's the 2-2 two two pitch. Foul, out of play, he gets another shot at it. New York, three runs, six hits and one error. Cincinnati, two runs, five hits and one error. And a defensive lap, a middle lap, on the part of Dan Dreesen. Everybody was fooled by Dreesen's middle lap, including ourselves. Sparky Anderson even came out to argue. Inside, ball three, base arguing. Now the fifth. High 
high foul pop. No play. Back into the crowd. And Milner continues to do battle. A four fouled off by John Milner. This battle with Don Gullett. It's Cranepool on deck. And then Jerry Grody. Garrett started the inning with a double to right center. Then came the bunt play by Neon from the double by Jones. Milner tacks the bat. Here's the pitch. High fly ball foul. Way, way back. Up into the crowd. Landed in the mezzanine. Oh, what a shot by Milner, but a foul ball. He's got that up in the singles. He's having up the last for a week. Very rarely do you see a ball up in the mezzanine section way down in right field. A long foul. A count again. Three and two. Here's the pitch. Finished the season in a blazing fashion. 
will be coming in. So Willie Mays will be hitting against the right-hander instead of the left-hander. Well, Lindsay, this is it. The Mets have a glorious opportunity right now to really do some business. This is about all the drama you can pack into a baseball game. It is in many ways the biggest baseball game the Mets have ever played in the 12 years of their existence because in 69, they never were called upon with their backs to the wall in any one game. They won three digging and they swept the series from Atlanta to win the pennant. Then they won four or five and the World Series from Baltimore. But today, all the marbles are on the line to the winner in this championship series. And here is Willie Mays, one of the great players of all time who already has announced his retirement from the game, affected the end of the season, being called on the pitch just for the base and loaded. He has to go to the end of September 9th. Dave Jarvis strikes up. Hello, Dolly. Willie May, number 24, has run the message score. 50,000 is set. Red dropped the infield back. His second is short to play for a double play. And Willie steps in against a red-hot relief pitcher, Clay Carroll. To remember in sports history in New York. Here's the wind-up by Carroll, the pitch. Bounce slowly off the plate toward the third base line. The play is not in time, but the feet are running in. The Mets lead 4-2. Clay Carroll grabs the ball and threw home too late. Had he left the ball hit, it probably would have gone foul. But he tried to make the play. He had trouble getting it out of his glove. Willie hit one of those little Baltimore shots. He hit down the ball and hit the plate. No error on the play is 
can't assume the double play. Now the hitter is down high. That's what dearly love to get a base hit and bring more in. They lead four to two. Not many, but you're playing the big red machine. Milner is on third, Mays on second, and Grody on first to pitch. And a pop fly in the left center field. Good drop for a hit. It's out of the base hit. Milner will score in the third of second. Fourth play. A fourth play at second. Grody is forced out. One run is in. The Mets lead five to two. Grody apparently thought the ball would be caught. He did not get to second base. He is out on a fourth play. And so Han will not get a base hit, but he will get a run batted in. And the Mets lead five to two in a very wild inning. We'll check it out. It's probably one eight four in the center field in the second base. Jim Han an RBI, but he loses the base hit. Buddy Harrelson, that runners at first and third. Two men away, the pitch strike Carroll. Rounder foul, no play. Milner came in to score. It should have been a base hit. It was a bloop that landed in short left center field. But Grody was forced to Ronimo to Joe Morgan. On gets an RBI. That's lead by three. Play Carroll delivers. And a foul back into the crowd. No play. Buddy Harrelson, the eighth man up in the inning, and it's been a wild one. Now play Carroll, checking out the signs with Johnny Ben. The two-strike delivery. Ground ball has slowly American Standard Boilers, hot water heaters, water pumps, and gas or oil-fired Williams furnaces for homes, farms, and business buildings. You're assured of preferred plumbing and heating service from William Pine and Son, 3 Lincoln Street in Gloversville, licensed in both Gloversville and Johnstown. Valera's Quality Snowmobiles at Dick Weagles Enterprises, Getman Road, Drive Hill. Stop in and say hello to Dick today and let him show you all the 1974 Polaris snowmobiles that he has in stock. You won't be sorry. You'll really be glad you did. That's Dick Weagle Enterprises, Getman Road, Prime Hill. Or call 829-6563 where you get good quality and good service at Dick Weagle Polaris Snowmobiles.
Kyle Feen here at Shea. Well, we've just had a very bizarre inning with the Mets winding up with four runs. They now lead Cincinnati by a score of 6-2. to two. That last base hit by Buddy Harrelson, batting left-handed, was not hit hard. It traveled as straight as a string down the line right over the back. Mays came home. Hahn tried to go from first to third. They got him at third. Now Ken Griffey leads off against Tom Seaver. And a fastball high. One ball, no strike. Griffey doubled his last time up. Swing and a miss. One ball and one strike. The Mets lead by four. Six runs, eight hits, and one error. Cincinnati, two runs, five hits, and one error. In addition to the Mets hitting in the inning, there were two players that hurt the Reds defensively. The play by Dreesen is third, and the ball Mays hit. Carroll gambled and tried to get a play on it. Swing at a miss and a curveball. However, you wouldn't second-guess play, Carroll, if it weren't for the fact that he had trouble getting the ball out of his glove. And he got the ball out of his glove with no problem. He would have made the force play at the plate. Then everybody would have said, it's a good play. Now they're asking that the lights be turned on here at Shea. Stadium shadows have moved out beyond the mound. The one-two pitch. Ground ball hit right back to the mound. Fever has it. The first base, one out. Six 
feet. The last time the Mets won a championship, for the first time a man walked on the moon. Now, if they can win here today, it will be on the same day a vice president resigns. Outside and high, ball one. Tom Seaver is the batter, last in the sixth inning. Tom is 0 for 2. Ray Carroll pitching in relief. The veteran right-hander delivers a fastball, a strike one and one. Ray Carroll had not been scored on in the championship series until he came in in this game. He was charged with one run. Curve outside and low. The first four runs of the game charged the starter Jack Billingham, the fifth run to Don Gullett, and the sixth to Clay Carroll. Long fly ball hit deep to left by Seaver, way back, Rose running, can't reach it, it's a base hit bouncing up against the wall, and Seaver has a long two-base hit. Felix Bian is the hitter with a runner on third, Tom Seaver, and one man away. The Reds are 
bring the infield in. Felix, one for two and a sacrifice, and that sacrifice was the biggest play of them all, probably in the fifth inning. The wind-up by Carroll, the pitch. Fastball, strike one call. Garrett had led off with a double beyond Bunnett. Billingham came off the mound, picked up the ball, threw to Dreesen at third, who played the ball like a first baseman thinking he had a fourth play. He did not. Ground ball bounced to shortstop. Fever will hold. Cheney throws to Paris in time for the out. Two down. Leon Jones will be the hitter. Leon, two for three, a single and a double.
center in the fifth inning facing Clay Carroll. Willie took a big swing. The ball hit the plate, bounced high in the air. Carroll came off the mound, ran to the third baseline, fielded the ball, trying to get a fourth play, had trouble getting it out of his glove, threw too late. It was a base hit and a run batted in. Two outs, two on. The pitch to Willie. Ground ball off the pitcher's glove, picked up by Cheney, in the throw to first in time. And the side retired. Falling off the glove of Clay Carroll was handled by Cheney. For New York, one run, three hits, no errors, two left. At the end of six, the New York Mets seven and the Cincinnati Reds two. Over the years, Tessero Chevrolet in Amsterdam has endeavored to give Chevrolet customers the kind of service they want, the facilities they expect, the courtesy and adherence to promises they deserve. They are striving to live up to their reputation they've achieved. Tessero Chevrolet in Amsterdam invites you to visit them first when you're shopping for a Chevrolet car or truck. Their integrity is your assurance of complete satisfaction. Stop in at Tessero Chevrolet in Amsterdam and see for yourself. If your house is getting up in years, its true charm may be hidden behind decorations that have outlived their period. If you'd like to see what's new in home decorating, stop in at Kingsboro Lumber Company, Gregory Street in Gloversville. You'll find so many great new ideas for your home, you won't know where to start. Whether it's a major or a minor job, the staff at Kingsboro Lumber Company will be glad to help you in your decision. That's Kingsboro Lumber Company, Gregory Street, Gloversville. Left-hand batter. He's one for two today. He doubled and later scored in the third inning. 
because the Mets are leading 7-2, Milner is playing behind the runner at first. Garrett's on the grass at third against the speed of the left-hand batter. Here's a swing and a high pop. And as Lynn is bringing it back in foul territory toward the plate, Milner chases it down and makes the catch. Now, Lynn brought that one back as it started out toward the mound. It was blown back across the first baseline. So, there are two men out with Rose holding at first base. Dan Dreesen is the batter. Doug McGraw and John Matlack are throwing in the bullpen for the Mets. McGraw and Matlack are throwing. Rose leads off the bag at first. Here's the pitch. Swung on, and it's a high pop to left field. Leon Jones moves up. Harrelson goes out and calls. Harrelson is waiting and makes the catch. Side is out. No runs are hit for Orleans with one left. In the middle of the seventh inning, the score is the Mets 7 and the Reds 2. Every day is an exciting day at Dunkin' Donuts, 129 South Main Street in Gloversville. Their shelves are filled with dozens of donut varieties to tantalize your tin-tan-tabulating taste buds. After the game, stop in and select your favorite variety and take them home and treat your family to something great. Once you've tried Dunkin' Donuts, you'll always go back for more. Remember, too, Dunkin' Donuts has the freshest coffee in town. Dunkin' Donuts, 129 South Main Street in Gloversville. Over the years, Tessel's Chevrolet in Amsterdam has endeavored to give Chevrolet customers the kind of service they want, the facilities they expect, the courtesy and adherence to promises they deserve. They are striving to live up to their reputation they've achieved. Tessel's Chevrolet in Amsterdam invites you to visit them first when you're shopping for a Chevrolet car or truck. Their integrity is your assurance of complete satisfaction. Stop in at Tessel's Chevrolet, 143 East Main Street in Amsterdam, and see for yourself.
Harrelson batting right. The pitch is in there for a call strike. He's a switch hitter. He's turned around to bat right against the left-hander, Ross Grimsley. One man out, runner at first. The New York Mets seven and the Cincinnati Reds two. Now again, Grimsley delivers a pitch swung on, pops up to the right side. Joe Morgan is waiting. And he makes the catch. Holding it first is Grody, two away. The lights are on here at Shea, and the hand is for Tom Seaver coming out to the plate. Tom Seaver getting a standing ovation as he comes out. The Oakland A's have knocked Jim Palmer out. Jim Palmer, the ace for the Baltimore staff, started. He's been replaced by Bob Reynolds in the second. As Oakland has scored two, and they're still batting. Seaver had a double last time up and laid a score. Goody takes his lead at first, and here's the pitch. It is high for a ball. Mets have had 12 hits today. Here's a one-no delivery, and it's high and away for a ball. Grimsley is the fourth pitcher to work for the Cincinnati Reds. who have gone frequently to their bullpen in this championship series. Billingham started, followed by Gullett, Clay Carroll, and Ross Grimsley. This will be a 2-0 pitch, and it is low for a ball, 3-0 now to Seaver. He's followed by Wayne Garrett. Sort of a weird effect here, Jay, at the moment. We have a blend of faint sunlight and artificial lighting at the moment. Here's a 3-0 pitch, taken in there for a call strike. It's 3-1. Brody at first base, Paris holding against him there. Two men are out. Grimsley then forward to take a sign from Johnny Banks. He has it off the stretch now. The 3-1 delivery, and it's low. Seaver draws a walk. That moves Grody to second base. Seaver waits to get the jacket. As he throws down toward first, he's slipping it on now, and Wayne Garrett comes up. Wayne Garrett doubled in the fifth to start the rally that produced four big runs at a time when the score had been tied by the Cincinnati Reds. In case you've joined us along the way, the Mets took an early lead today when they got two runs in the bottom of the first. But Cincinnati packed away. They got one in the third and one in the fifth to tie it at 2-2. But the Mets came roaring back with four. The rally started by a double by Wayne Garrett. He was up there right now. He's one for four today. Runners lead at first and second. The pitch and it swung on and missed strike one. Left-hand batter facing a left-hand pitcher here. Felix Mion has moved out of the dugout to the on-deck circle. Garrett stepped back, now comes back into the batter's box. Brody takes his lead at second, and Seaver strolls off the leg at first. Here's the strike one delivery, and it's low for a ball. It's one and one. Outfield defense almost straight away against Wayne Garrett. Grimsley off the stretch. Pitch is on and foul way down to the right field corner out of play. Garrett got around so well he pulled it. Foul way down there to the corner. And the count goes to one and two now. The Mets are batting in the bottom of the seventh inning. The fifth and final game of the championship series between the Mets and the Cincinnati Reds for the championship of the National League. One-two pitch. And it's high for a ball. The breaking pitch. And the count is even at two and two now to Garrett. Bent forward, hands on his knees now to take this sign. 
The 2-2 delivery. Swung on, fouled off. Garrett stays alive with a 2-2 count. The Oaklands are still batting in the second inning, leading Baltimore 2-0. Made crowd of 
Nobody on base. The Reds are batting at the top of the eighth inning at Jay Stadium in New York. Two strike delivery, curveball, hit on the ground to third. A big hop to Garrett. He's up and throwing in time, and Ben just down it up. That ball skidded off the grass with a big hop to Garrett, who was playing a deep third base. Two men out, and Ken Griffey's coming up. He's one for three. He had a double in the top of the fourth inning. Left-hand batter. He came up on August 25th from Indianapolis and provided a lot of spark for the Cincinnati Reds. Matter of fact, they sent to Indianapolis frequently during the season. Bring up ball players, most of whom produce for them. Fastball in on the ground to second. Beyond takes the ball and throws to first. In time, the side is up. Nothing across. In the middle of the eighth inning, the score is the New York Mets 7 and the Cincinnati Reds 2. Kemmer's Delicatessen, 226 East Fulton Street, open every day except Monday is the home of cook-to-order rooms, hams, and of course they have salads too. They cater any occasion, so when the planning begins for your next gathering, call or stop at Kemmer's Delicatessen, 226 East Fulton Street, Gloversville. They also have newspapers, and of course sandwiches are made with the greatest care anywhere at Kemmer's Delicatessen in Gloversville. If you'd like to cut down on your fuel bill, Holden Lumber Company, 10 Carpenter Street in Gloversville, is the place to go. They would like to acquaint you with Zonalite insulation. Zonalite attic insulation is the easiest of all to install. Just pour it, level it, and leave it. Your savings start the minute that the job is done. Zonalite has a heat seal that conserves fuel dollars. Learn how you can save up to 40% on your home heating costs at Holden Lumber Company, 10 Carpenter Street, Lumberton. Thank you for your by writing and calling the ticket manager, Jay. The telephone number, 672-2000. The address, Jay Stadium, Flushing, New York, zip code 11368. The Oakland A's got three runs in the bottom of the second inning. So Baltimore comes up in the third with Oakland leading by a score of 3-0. Oakland leads in the series two games to one. If they win today, they win the American League pennant. Now the Mets bat here at Shea in the bottom of the eighth, and Felix Neon leads it off. He has scored two runs today, and he's had one hit. One for three, a sacrifice. Ross Grimsley. Working in relief on the mound for the Cincinnati Reds. And to his motion, pitch to the right-hand batter, and it is high for a ball. One and all. Now the 1-0 delivery. Get on the ground, and it's on through for Mason down the left field line. Rose chases over Mion, takes a wide turn and holds up as the throw comes across. Mion has single pass. Reason at third. He's got a backhand stamp. The ball was between Reason and the back, and on down the left field line. So the Mets have a leadoff. They've hit their 13th hit today. Leon Jones is coming up. Leon has had three big hits. He has driven in two runs, scored one. Leon Jones moved up to the number three spot in the batting order with the absence of Rusty Starr because the bruised shoulder sustained yesterday when he crashed into the wall in the 11th inning. Jones has produced here today. Had a base hit and later scored in the first inning. Double and driving around in the fifth inning. Single and driving one in the sixth inning. Swings and misses. It's strike one. Tony Perez holding against the runner. Felix Neon at first base. A Mister batting at the bottom of the eighth inning. Chase Stadium in New York. This game for the National League pennant. Here's a swing and a ground ball foul back of third. It's out of play. 
Two strikes to count now to Cleon Jones. John Milner's waiting on deck, and Milner's followed by Willie Mays. What a dramatic entrance Willie Mays made into this ballgame today in the fifth inning. Coming up there with the bases loaded, chopped the ball, a high chopper off to the left side, that went for a single and a run batted in. Now the pitch to Mays, the two strikers on the way. Swing and misses, strike three. So Grimsley has his first strikeout. Beyond holes, and Milner's coming up. The Baltimore Orioles did not score in the top of the third. Oakland's coming up in the bottom of the third inning, leading the Orioles by a score of three to nothing. Milner has had one hit, and he's walked twice here today. One for two. Hitting cleanup in the left batting order. Left-hand batter facing a left-hand pitcher. That pitch is in for a call strike. Number 24, Willie Mays, is moved out now on the, into the on-deck circle. There is holding against the runner, Felix Neon, at first base. Grimsley bends over, gets the sign. Now checks the runner. Here's the pitch. Swung on and fluke out in the right field. Morgan's going back. Can he get there? Yes, he can. So now retreating the first is me on the third. The first is not in time, and Willie Mays is coming up. One more time at that for Willie Mays, who is retiring at the end of this season. Number 24 has been up twice, had a base hit to drive in a run, and ground it out. If you want to look ahead to the bottom of the uh, to the top of the ninth, the Reds are scheduled to send up Geronimo, Cheney, and a pinch hitter for the pitcher. The pitch is in for a call strike to Willie Mays. Two men out, a runner is first. The Mets have seven runs on 13 hits, and the Reds have two runs on six hits. Now the strike one delivery to Mays. It's high and away for a ball. It's one and one. Mays was sent up there with Don Gullett on the mound in the fifth inning, and that is when the switch was made to Clay Carroll. Marky Anderson right on the right-handed pitch to Willie. Here's a swing and a miss. It's strike two. One and two to Mays. 42-year-old, all-time great. Neon takes a short lead off first. Now the count's one and two to Mays with two men out. Grimsley pitch, swung on and fouled off to the right side. Into the seats and out of play. Count continues. One ball and two strikes to Willie Mays. Wind velocity is picked up. The wind is blowing in here at Chase City. Cloud cover moved in as well. The lights have been on for several innings now. Here's the one-two pitch. Swung on and hit in the air. The center field. Geronimo ranges over and right field to Griffey's there. Griffey picks it right in front of Geronimo for the out and retires the side. No runs are hit, no runs and one left. At the end of baseball innings, the play of the score is the next seven and the red two. Save hundreds of dollars now during Countryside Mobile Estate's gigantic ball clearance sale. Why pay rent when you can live in a beautiful double and single wide mobile home that you can call your own? At Countryside Mobile Estate, you'll also find excellent views for foot wide mobile homes. You choose the surroundings that you'd like to live in and then have your mobile home move there. It's that easy and very inexpensive. Don't pay someone else's mortgage payment when you can own your own green mobile home from Countryside Mobile Estate. Sales News. Call Pritchard at 883-5561 or see Countryside Mobile Homes and walk in and start living. Estate values have doubled in the last 20 years. That's why it's important to review your home or other real estate insurance every two or three years. 
I'm Don Bennett, talk to Bill Baxter at the Fields of Baxter Agency Incorporated. Bill has years of experience and can help you bring your insurance coverage up to date. Remember, for home, car, business, or any other insurance you may need, talk to a pro. Bill Baxter at the Fields of Baxter Agency Incorporated, 14 North Market Street, Johnstown, and independent agent who serves you.
point out something to a uniformed policeman. The uniformed policeman comes out of the photographer's box and now marches down the front row of lower field boxes down the right field line. As the fans are screening there in anticipation of the end of this ball game, Bruce Fleming, the plate umpire, now walks halfway up to first base. Rusty Storm sticks his red head out of the mud dugout to look down there to see what is happening. They're simply getting a few of the fans packed back into the front row down there. One, two, three, park policemen have gone down. And I want to take a stool there so he can sit there if necessary to keep order among the fans. Umpire Fleming is back behind the plate and the game will continue. Here's a 3-0 pitch to Hal King. It's on the way. It's right in there for Tom Strike. Three and one to King. One man out, Larry Stahl, the runner is first. The Mets are leading by a score of seven to two. This season packed into one ball game here at Shea Stadium. Here's a three-one delivery to King. Low and away, walking. And it's the fourth walk in my favorite. Stahl goes to second. King is at first. And Pete Rose is coming out, and Yogi Berra is coming out to the mound.
And now, Sam has been called. The public address announcer is being asked to make an announcement regarding fans down the right field line. That request made by Ed Sudol. And fans filled out onto the field. Ed Sudol is the senior umpire, umpiring the second. Public address announcer is asking the fans to cooperate in keeping the field clear. Fans have filled out of the lower field boxes onto the field. And now there are three umpires over there trying to get them back. Tom Seaver goes over to appeal to them also. Seaver is indicating his appeal. So it's Milner joining him there saying, please get back into the lower field boxes so we can continue the game. They cheer Seaver. Whether they move back or not is nothing else. There's two ladies and multi checkers out there who are walking on down to the corner. They're going to try to get out to a bullpen gate. That's the only place they can get out. So there are two ladies in the bullpen. That's the first time I've seen that this year. Bullpen crew seems fairly happy about it. And as soon as the bullpen gate is closed, we can continue, but not before. Seaver, hands on hips, is just staring out there and I saying, what are you going to do? Well, they haven't closed the gate yet. Here comes a, a male fan who is straggling out there, too, to join the bullpen crew. At least that gets them off the playing field. Now the gate will be closed and we'll continue. They count to Pete Rose as one ball and two strikes. That's right, he has runners at first and second with one man out in the ninth inning. Deaver takes the sign from Jerry Grady. The one-two pitch to Rose is on the way. Outside, it's two and two. Now the Eskers are having trouble holding the fans on the left field side. And the umpire's third base has called time now. That's Ed Vargo. And the Eskers are having trouble holding the fans along the third base line. Each time this happens, the ball players come out to see what's happening. This time it's the Cincinnati Red ball players. It's on their side of the field. The fans are straining to get out onto the playing field, but the ball game isn't over yet. The Mets are leading by a score of seven to two. Now about a dozen special policemen are coming out of the red bullpen down the line to try to maintain order here. There are fans in the dugout of Cincinnati Reds. There is a blonde lady. Matter of fact, there are two blonde ladies in the dugout of the Cincinnati Reds. Fans are hopping out of the photographer's booth. Fans are spilling over. They're out onto the playing field. Headed toward the dugout area. Big Ted Wazuski is out there. Manager Sparky Anderson is out there. Play has been held up at Shea because of fans spilling out of the stands.
maintenance manager of this stadium is walking over now talking to one of the park policemen. And we are temporarily stalled here at Shea Stadium in the top of the ninth inning. For a while, it was on the right field side, and not to be outdone, the fans on the left field side decided they wanted to get into the act. There are fans being marched now down the warning track towards the dugout. There is a runway that goes from the dugout back underneath the stand. That is one way to remove fans. And perhaps that's what they have in mind. There's one couple. There's another couple. They're being ushered down the dugout steps. There is a one runway that leads back to a corridor behind the stand. Beaver, meanwhile, has walked, has quit throwing, and has walked around toward the home plate area. Grody is kicking at the dirt around the home plate area. Ed Sudol has said something to Sparky Anderson. is coming over now. Picks up a bit of debris as he comes by, and Yogi Berra comes out to meet him. Berra talking to Sudol. Willie Lay is in center field standing with his legs crossed, arms folded. Leon Jones out in left field. Don Hahn and right went over to visit in the bullpen for a moment. Al King. At first base, has come back toward the plate. He's the runner. Sudol now is returning to the field. And the crowd is chanting, let's play ball. So Ed Sudol says, now let's go to the Cincinnati Reds. Let's play ball. Bruce Stroming, however, the plate umpire is still in front of the dugout. They're still getting fans out of the way. Watching this scene from a sitting position are the National League President, Jeff Feeney, and the Commissioner of Baseball, Bowie Cook. Directly behind the Mayor of the City of New York, John Lindsay. Now Yogi Berra comes out again for a conference with Sudol. Ruth Froming, the plate umpire, has come out now behind the plate. Barrow is pointing toward the outfield. There's all sorts of debris around the outfield now. Sudol turns with his palms outstretched as though to say to Yogi, what can I tell you? Yogi answers him in kind with his hands outstretched, palms up, saying, what can I tell you? Must be an enlightening conversation. George Sugar, the first base coach, has left the dugout and is coming around. Order seems to have been restored. I see only two men whom I presume to be civilians in the dugout. One of them is Lou Fonseca, who is the batting instructor of the Cincinnati Reds. Now we're about ready to go. Pete Rose is at the plate with a 2-2 count. Beaver asks, from me, what is the count? He says 2-2. There is one man out. Larry Stahl's the runner at second. Hal King is first. The Mets are leading 7-2. The Reds are batting in the ninth inning. Beaver sets up, this will be a 2-2 pitch to Pete Rose. And it is low for a ball. The count is full at 3-2. and two. Rose sets back into the batter's box. Joe Morgan's on deck. And Beaver sets up. Here's the playoff pitch to Rose. And it is low. The bases are loaded as Rose is on a walk. Here comes Barra. That's all for Beaver. Doug McGraw in the bullpen will come in to finish it up if he can. The bases are loaded as Beaver's second visit from Barra, and that means automatic ejection. So, as Barra arrives at the mound, the time 
Silva go to the bullpen. Seaver hands him the ball. I should think Seaver would get a standing ovation when he heads for the dugout. The walk was number five. Two of them intentional here today. And Doug McGraw is coming in. He's pitched. Here's the ovation for Seaver. The ovation for Seaver going to the dugout.
field fly has been called. The batter's out. Harrelson is there waiting. The batter is out anyway. The catch is made. No advance. Two away. Gone out. The Reds are down to their last out as Dan Friesen comes up. The New York Mets facing the Cincinnati Reds here as they bat in the top of the ninth. The Mets are leading 7-2. to two. This is the Mets team. That was in last place on August 30th. 13 games below 500 on August 17th. 12 games out of first place on July 8th. One put out away from the National League Senate here on October 10th. Here's a pitch fouled off and out of play. Strike one to count to Friesen. Friesen has had one hit today. He's one for three in a sacrifice by the drove in a run. The bases are loaded with two men out. A left-hand batter facing a left-hand pitcher. McGraw looks in to get the sign out from Jerry Cody. Runners take their lead. First, second, third. Here's McGraw. Switch to Friesen. Swung on and line. Foul. Up the right field line and out of play. A soft line drive. But the count goes to two strikes now. A two-strike count. The Dan Griffin. Doug McGraw goes back. Changes the rosin back. Don Hahn, the right fielder, returns to his post now. Al King hustles back to the bag at second. They are loaded up. Griffin steps out to allow King to get back to second. Larry Stahl, the runner at third. King at second. Rose at first. The Mets are leading by a score of seven to two. Two men out. Doug McGraw gets the sign. Goes into the motion. Here's the two-strike pitch. Anytime. 
They are open 6 a.m. till 10 p.m. every day, seven days a week. The Carousel Donut Shop has your favorites. So stop in today at the new Carousel Donut Shop at the Rockton Y in Amsterdam. The Carousel Donut Shop. They are now serving sandwiches. How many times have you heard the slogan, drive a little, save a lot? Lots of times, of course. Well, when you drive to Jim Longwell Chevrolet in Red Alban, you do just that and more. Jim's overhead is lower, therefore he can sell his cars for less. But there's more. Jim Longwell is a smaller dealer and wants to grow. So you can be sure that you'll get personalized service after your purchase of your new Chevrolet car, truck, or okay used car. Jim Longwell Chevrolet, Red Alban's largest Chevrolet dealer. your diet, Dairy Lean is 99% fat-free. It tastes just exactly like milk, and yet it has 20% more protein than regular milk. So it fills you up, not out, and satisfies both hunger and thirst. And one more point, Dairy Lean 99 is available at almost all food stores in the dairy section. Try it, won't you? It's in a great-looking purple carton. Dairy Lean, 99% fat-free milk drink. From the good people at Dairy Lee. The New York Mets have won the National League pennant, and the celebration goes on on the turf of State Stadium. Fans milling around now, some of them filing out of the gate in center field, others going out through the bullpen on either side. A wild scene reminiscent of 1969. The Mets, the National League champion. And they won it in typical fashion with Tom Seaver getting the win, Fred McGraw getting the save, and Jack Billingham taking the loss. They was held up in the ninth inning. His man spilled out onto the field, first down the right field line, then, then down the left field line. And now the World Series will be coming up. The Oakland A's are leading the Baltimore Orioles by a score of 3 to nothing. with Baltimore batting in the fifth. If Oakland wins it, the New York Mets tomorrow will be on their way to Oakland as the World Series will open up on Saturday in Oakland, California. In that case, it'll be in the American League City for two days. 
Back in New York, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, into the American League City for the final two if necessary. But again, the next one here today, 7-2 to win the National League tennis. We'll be back with more of today's wrap-up in one minute. When you say boss, you set it off. I'm a reaching back. Has it been you there, friend? What kind, you ask? Budweiser, of course. Budweiser is the king of beers. And the taste of the king can't be beat. Budweiser is distributed in this area by Sereno Brothers and Curcio of Gloversville. But when you say Budweiser, you set it off. How about passing me that beer there, friend? Smart shoppers shop at Gould's Department Store in downtown Johnstown. Everyone knows they'll give prompt, courteous attention. Quality merchandise and a large selection to choose from. You'll find beautiful clothing, sheets, towels, curtains, and draperies, and many other great gift ideas. Gould's is open daily till 5, Fridays till 9 p.m. for your shopping convenience. Shop in a warm and friendly atmosphere. Shop Gould's Department Store, downtown Johnstown. The highlights of the day, well, Ed Cranfield started in left because Rusty Stop could not play because of his bruised shoulder, and Cranfield drove in two runs with a base hit in the first inning. Leon Jones delivered one of three base hits to drive him the go-ahead run, the gamer with a double in the fifth inning. Willie Mays appeared as a pinch hitter and had a base hit to drive in a run in the fifth inning. There were many highlights. The big highlights, the fact that the Mets won the National League pennant. Steve the winner, Billingham the loser. Here are the final totals. But a Mets seven runs, 13 hits in one error. Cincinnati, two runs, seven hits in one error. Be with us Saturday afternoon at a time to be announced when the Mets meet the American League champions in the first game of the World Series. Final score again, the Mets seven, Cincinnati two. You've been listening to New York Mets baseball on WIZR Radio. Sponsored in part by Lathers and Pine, William Pine and Sons, Dick Regal Enterprises, Glen Gay Builders, Kingsborough Lumber, Tessero Chevrolet, Walt Walkin, Dunkin' Donuts, The Holden Lumber Company, Arlene Siddeley, Fields and Baxter Insurance Agency, Kemmer Deli, Longwell Chevrolet, Countryside Sales, Gould's Department Store, Carousel Donuts, and by Budweiser, the King of Beer. Join us again tomorrow for New York Mets Baseball on WIZR Radio.